Where we talk about everything we love to hate and everything that we hate to love. I'm Tara. I'm Courtney. Today we're going to talk about my favorite B horror movies. Yes. So if you did not listen to last week's episode, go back and listen to that one. Go take a listen. And I, uh, I feel like mine were not as much of a punishment as Courtney's are going to be. <laughs> I don't know. I. The brain damage was pretty pretty bad. Okay, brain damage was pretty bad. But some of these, (laughs) if there was an award for picking out the crappiest horror movie, Courtney would win. Yeah, I'm I'm good at this. I'm really good good at this. She digs real deep. Yeah, yeah. These are some. These are a couple of deep cuts. There's some deep. Now some of the. There's always going to be like a fan base for some of these two, and I was really surprised that. Did you find some for these? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the first one I talk about actually is going to be a movie called Feeders, and let's just go ahead and transition, transition. with that, and then I'll get the. Uh, let's see, I know I've got this somewhere here. Oh, there it is. Ah, no Feeders, right there. Um, this one is a great movie. Um, the directors of this movie are the two main characters in it, so <laughs> that's always an earmark for a great. Um, I mean, unless you're like an Affleck or something, you probably right. shouldn't be starring right. and directing. Well, I don't know. Movie. This was almost a Goodwill Hunting, except <laughs> with aliens, only with mustaches, with mustaches and, and mullish aliens, paper mache aliens. Yeah, this one was released in. Um, I'm gonna say well, when was it? May '96. And 96? I, and yeah, that's just, I think it was shot earlier, but they, you know, sat on this one for a little while. Well, yeah, they had to really think about what that was going to do their careers. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's that's the only thing I can think of. And it was an estimated $500 budget. <laughs> so it was a clerk situation. So it was a clerk situation Ooh, here. I love me and the Kevin thing Smith. about this movie is that it has a sequel. They did, they had a sequel. So yeah, we're going to have to come back. We're going to have to come back to like B-list, B-list sequels. sequels. Yeah. Ooh, because we got to find yes. the basket case sequels. Yes. Because there's two more of those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, back to feeders here. To, yeah. Um, it looks like it was shot on a VHS. It camcorder. very much was. And it so it had to have been. Oh, yeah. So um, it starts out with uh, two friends that are on a road trip. And I never did get their character names. There's no names. Um, mustache I, and mullet. So I called, I called it Mustache and the Hair. Mustache and the Hair. And um, they're not crime so- crime fighters. No, they're not. <laughs> not by any means. <laughs> I love couple, those comic books. Just a couple of doofuses in a car. Just a couple. Yeah. Does it explain where they're going and why? Well, it's, they're on a road where. trip. Yeah. And uh, there's lots of driving. The first, like, Four or five minutes of it is just them driving, no conversation, Mm -mm. just shots of them driving everywhere. And then um, you find out later that they're going on a coast-to-coast road trip. I guess it was that, and uh, because Mustache talks about, he wants to hurry up through these little towns because he's got to get to the coast and see the babes in bikinis. That's true, the babes in bikinis. So I remember that. So um, anyway, so they're driving around. You're not really introduced to them yet, but it does cut to. A park ranger who uh, looks up in the sky and sees... And he says it's a meteor the UFO. Doesn't yeah. he say it's a meteor? He sees a UFO, thinks it's a meteor, and he takes off 
going to look for it. And then we're done with the park ranger for now. <laughs> Cut back to the friends who are finally talking about their road trip. And this is where you find out that they are going to go see Babes in Bikinis. Babes in Bikinis. And um, his friend, the hare, is like, well, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> the hare says. The hare says, I want to stop in this town that was devastated by a flood and I'm going to take some pictures. And so he stops and takes pictures of the town. With um, this tiny little... Well, I was... I, I In my notes, I put... He's using the same plastic 35 millimeter camera that I myself got for my seventh birthday. <laughs> that we all had. Yeah, it's just a little plastic thing. It's not, it's not like a giant Nikon. It's no, not it's like not like he's a photographer. No. He got so, a shitty camera for his birthday and he wants to take some pictures. And he wants to take some pictures. And so anyway, he they go around and take pictures of various devastation. And it's just stock photos of like non-related devastation and there's a little cartoon uh like uh shutter that you know he's taking the pictures because every time he clicks this cartoon shutter cartoon shutter takes the, a picture all of the the filters and like the lighting in this movie were really it was a lot yeah yeah it's a 500 budget that's all i gotta say <laughs> that's more than i <laughs> It's more than I would have given it, I guess. I don't I know. I guess. So, and anyway, the mustache is not impressed with any of this. He's, like, nonplussed. He's ready to go. Now he sees no hot babes in bikinis. No so. babes in bikinis. So he's like, let's get out of here. Uh, the dude, the hair. The hair. He's, like, he runs out of film. So they're like, okay, I'm going to get some more film. And we're going to go gas up. So they go to do all that. Uh, in the meantime, Park Ranger has a run-in with these aliens and the aliens the little saucer lands and like zaps a couple aliens down mm -hmm. these aliens y'all this <laughs> picture this picture here if you're youtubing it yeah does not do it justice does not do it justice at all um they look like paper mache halloween decorations that like a 10 year old made yeah it looks like like they're on sticks and then when they move and they're walk, not big. they just they're not big. They're like talk. what, like a foot? Two oh feet? yeah, just a couple feet, feet, maybe like a couple feet tall. Just a couple feet. Um literally if you threw them in the water, they would disintegrate. Right. <laughs> and they're they you know, the few that they do kill, they're real squishy and they just squish and they're dead. So I don't know why they have such a problem with And their these. blood is is it orange? It was orange or yellow I think or something it's orange like or that. Yellow. Yeah. Something like that. Paint. Whatever paint they had laying yeah. around on set. But um so they go to the gas station, and while they're while uh, the hair is paying and getting his film, uh, mustache gets some dates with a couple of babes while he's hot there. Babes a couple of hot babes, because yeah. they decided they're not going to make it out of town in time to do whatever. So they're just going to stay the night, and instead of getting a hotel room, they're going to camp. So they invite these babes back to their campsite for party. Um, for a party. <laughs> um. There's also a local fisherman. So after the park ranger gets it, the fisherman also gets it. And he's injured by these aliens. Yeah. He stumbles out into the road. So while the main character... Like a drunk man. Like Not a drunk like an man. injured man. Like he's just like... Ugh. Gets out there. They hit him with their car while they're headed to their campsite. <laughs> And then they're and like, like the worst car accident scene I've ever seen it's, in my life. It's it's they're slow rolling at like ten miles an hour. Yeah, and he's like oh, 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 rolling across the car, <laughs> and they're like, well, I don't know what to do. Let's throw him in the car and take Let's him to throw the, him the car. We gotta take him to the emergency room. We gotta take him to the emergency room. Only it's not an emergency room. Again, it's like a 
but aren't you taught to like not move the hurt the injured person well, you're this not was supposed to before cell phones so they couldn't just leave them there like one couldn't stay behind with them okay they had to go mustache could have stayed behind anybody could have stayed behind and gotten help but instead they take him to like a primary care doctor at yeah, the local it's, town it's very much like the like smallest one table office. yeah and so they bring him they in bring him in here doctor takes a look and he's like i'm sorry there's nothing we can do for this man and so mustache and hair are devastated by this news and they're like well they the doctor is like, have you called the authorities? And they're like, no, not yet. We had to get him here. He's like, don't worry. I'll take care of it. Don't worry. I'll take care of it. And then they're like, well. Is that your job? I guess. It's like a one. Somebody's got to do it. It's like a one horse town. Like you can't just holler across the. Hey. So, yeah. So they're like, well, that sucks that he died. Anyways, <laughs> on to our party. Anyway, so we're out. After they just killed the guy. They just killed so, the guy. The yeah. doctor didn't stop them. Like, you need to stay here for questioning. No, they just the take police off. are coming. They're like, all right, got to go. Yeah, they got to meet some babes at the campsite. Meet the babe campsite. So, uh, yeah. Um, let's see what else happens in this movie. <laughs> they rush them. Or they after they rush them to the doctor, um, the doc calls the popo. Yep. And an alien pops out of the body and kills him. Mm -hmm. So that's a wrap on the doctor. The popo never shows up either, do they? They're like, ah. Eh. I hear there's a you banging, got this. Here there's a banging party at there's the campsite. There's gonna be a party out, out, out at this campsite. <laughs> Might be babes in bikinis. I don't know. So anyway, now we're gonna cut to babe number one. Okay, uh, she's at home talking to babe number two on the phone. And I would definitely loosely call her a babe. She looks like a librarian. Dude, these girls are smoking. They are. They're they're pretty babish. <laughs> Babe number one looks like um like a dollar store ba uh, a dollar store barb from Stranger Things. Yeah, she's got the short hair and the big glasses. glasses. I'm not saying you cannot have short hair and be a babe. We've both had short hair and been oh, a babe. Oh yeah, it's it's a thing. I had short hair most of my life. But when you have gigantic glasses, and I don't know, it just well she was rocking it. Um, so she's talking to babe number two, and is telling her she's worried about her dad, who is the park ranger. And he hasn't made it home yet. And babe plot number twist. two, plot twist, babe number two says, don't worry about it. Um, we'll find your dad whenever we go out to this party in the woods. And so, babe, okay, babe give me a couple of hours to get ready and I'll be there. Yeah. A couple of hours. Give me a couple hours. So anyway, they get off the phone. Uh, babe number two. Um, well, let's let, let me backtrack a little bit. Babe number one of, is killed by aliens. Let's just cut to the chase. She's cut by she's killed by aliens in a really <laughs> badly acted death. Yeah. Um, and then, screaming, screaming. Not great. Not great. Not great. Babe number two shows up to pick her up and sees her body and is then attacked by these same aliens. And she squishes one of them. She sets another one on fire. She's just like, she should be in charge of this whole thing. She should She's be in charge of the She's just killing all the things. But instead, she leaves the scene and is never heard from again. Yep. I don't... She's I, like, screw this. I'm out of this town. I'm out of this. She didn't even go to the party. Nope. She didn't call the authorities. She didn't tell so, anybody. She didn't tell anybody. She just doesn't show up anymore. It's called minding your business. And that's how you survive this <laughs> that's movie. That's how you survive You go home. You lock your home. door. Don't open it for aliens. So Mustache and Hair, they're getting to their campsite and they're um, setting up when they hear growling and decide that they need to leave. 
So they leave, but the car won't start. <laughs> yeah, the car won't start. So they decide to just start booking it on foot. Makes me think that they got a lot of snacks and beer at this gas station and not a lot of gas. Not a whole lot of gas. <laughs> and so, well, either that or the aliens are just that advanced that they've, you know, taken... They're like, unplug the... Took a sparkulator. Spark tube. <laughs> the spark tube. <laughs> we are mechanics. We know what we're doing. I know about vehicles. <laughs> mm. So they run for like hours. And here's the thing about this movie too, is that it it puts a timestamp on it every so often. It so does. It's know. very irregular. And it's, it's very, very, yeah. I mean, it and it doesn't ever match the time of the day. No. But, but because of these timestamps, you know that it they've been like running on foot for a couple hours and um, they end up coming up on a head without a face, just a skull and eyeballs and like the brain's coming out. Yeah, it's very much, it's very much jello. And it's then, not, yeah, yeah, it's... <laughs> there's no skin, there's just eyeballs. Just eye, eyeballs and brain. And so, then they see the saucer, the UFO, show back up. And they're smart enough to know it's a UFO. The other yeah. guy before, the park ranger, is like, must yeah. be some kind of meteor. Yeah, they're, they, um, actually, no, at this point they hadn't found the head. They see the, they see the saucer and then they're like, oh, wait... Um, this must be an invasion, so let's keep going. And so then they run for like, Mustache a couple more hours. Mustache uses the F word, and he says, this is fucking UFO. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. That's where they got their F, their R rating they from. They got their R rating from that. Because <laughs> there were no boobies in this one, right? There's no boobies. Um, not that I can remember. I don't think so. I don't think. Just, just... No, because hot girl number two is like, bye. <laughs> they're out. The only two girls in this whole thing, and they're, yep. and they're, the, there's a rap on them early. Very small cast. So, um, yeah, so they find the, the bloody head after they see the saucer. And then they, uh, an alien shows up at this point and it's, now, you know, they spit acid. So they now, weren't doing that before. They weren't doing that before, but now here's a new superpower. So they're spitting acid and the hair gets injured. Yep. And then they beat the alien with a rock cause they're really easy to kill. They really are. They, they're so squishy. You they just, just kind of, and they're done. But you know, that, hot girl stomped on one with her foot, just like crushed it like a bug, and it was it was over. So, um, after they run some more, they find an abandoned cabin in the woods. Mm -hmm. They explore this cabin for way too long. <laughs> Mustache finds some body parts. Yep. Hair finds uh, like a plastic Halloween skeleton. <laughs> so Mustache decides he's gonna grab a sickle. And, you know, take yeah. up arms. Is there just random sickles in the woods? Uh, well, yeah, this, 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 this was Sickle Cabin. <laughs> it was lucky they stumbled on Sickle Cabin. Sickle Town, which sickle is known town. for producing most of America's Most sickle. of, and the rest of the world. It's their biggest it's an Amish port. town. <laughs> they produce the sickles. So he uh, gets the sickle. Uh, they decide that the hair needs a doctor, but, you know, little do they know that the doctor, only doctor in town is dead. But, uh, before... Guess they shouldn't have left. Guess they should have stuck around. Right. <laughs> but before they head into town, another alien pops up and Mustache chops him up with his little sickle. Mm -hmm. He's getting after them with that sickle. He's... Yeah, 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 yeah. And the aliens... Again, they're so uh, technologically Advanced. inclined that they cut the phone lines yep. so they can't call out because they're clever. And before they can leave uh, again, an, 
the UFO comes back and I don't know, set, sets off a bomb or something. something. It shakes the whole cabin mm -hmm. and um, knocks our two characters out. But when Mustache comes too, he's beamed up into the ship. Yep. And it looks like he's chopped up or killed or something. Um, well, at some point, isn't he like, did you, did we already talk about how he like, there was like a, a double, like the alien looked like him and. Well, that's why it, what's coming. It's coming up. Okay. Coming up. Hair wakes up. Hair wakes up. Yes. Hair wakes up. And he's up. like, where's Mustache? Because, you know, he was knocked out. He was knocked out in the song. Mustache! But... Mustache! My friend. <laughs> but, um, Mustache shows back up. Yay! But I guess the aliens could clone now because yeah. they have. Random superpowers. Yep. And Maybe it's like each one has a different superpower. But... Like this one spits acid. This one has a squishy exoskeleton. This one can beam things up. This one has... They're like the X-Men of Nibiru. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, he's like, oh, there's my friend Mustache. But then the real Mustache, I guess, shows back up. And it's like, who are you? Who are you? And so Mustache fights with his clone. Mm-hmm. And hair's all confused. Yeah, hair's like, I don't know who's I don't saying. know. So he just takes a guess and chops one up. And then he second guesses himself. And he's like, I don't know if I chopped up the right friend. <laughs> or maybe I chopped... Which is just a PSA. <laughs> always make sure you're chopping up the right friend. Exactly. I mean, that's all we're asking. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. But um, so uh, the mustache that's remaining says, no, no, no. You got the right one. You killed the right one. Here's a story about third grade. That should convince you. And then he's like, okay, good. We're friends. And then uh, some more aliens show up. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then you find out at that point that he didn't kill the right mustache. He killed his friend. And Which is the, just like, just kill all the mustaches. Yeah. And then the clone is an alien. There's no good mustaches. Right. <laughs> and... um. So whenever he finds out that he killed the wrong mustache, he runs away again, back into town, which probably takes more hours. And then while he's in town, like the UFOs, like a whole fleet of UFOs show up and then the buildings start to crumble. The lights it's start to flash. It's just random, like, just, just buildings. Random. Like, I was pretty sure they were in a neighborhood, but then there's like, that building's exploding. And how are you seeing that? Like, yeah. And these are really it's big a small buildings. Town, but there's small giant town. buildings everywhere. Yeah. And then, so the UFOs show up and hair drops to his knees and is like, ah! Yeah. One of those, you know, Planet of the Apes moments, Very you much. know, kind of. Yep. And that's it. The That's end. the end of the movie. Yep, he gets beamed, right? Doesn't he get beamed up or Does he get beamed up? I can't remember if he gets beamed up or not. It just it's just such an odd place. It's just weird lighting and then there's buildings exploding and I was like, how much longer? And, and then, then it's it was over. done. <laughs> now this movie only runs like an hour and eight minutes. So they so could have tacked want... on another twenty minutes and explained some of this. And you can find these two th this movie and the next movie, you can find them or this movie and whichever one you can find on Tubi if you really, really want to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the one that I'm I'll be talking here in a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That will. was the end. Okay, yeah. But yeah, you can find it on Tubi if you're really You can want... find it on Tubi. Tubi has wanna, the greatest. If you want to waste an hour of your life that you'll never get back, and that you can go and watch it. And there's and and Tubi also has the sequel on is there, really? and I started the sequel oh, and Mustache is back, but I didn't Mustache get. I only got into it about five minutes because I had how some other stuff to do. I didn't see how long time. it was, but we'll revisit it eventually, I'm sure. Um, but that was the end of the uh, of feeders. Now the next one I, I I'm gonna talk about is um, it has kind of a 
uh, a, a little bit more of a, a cult following. Rock and Roll Nightmare, I think is what it's called. It's, it's called a couple of different things. It's right? called a couple of different things. It was originally called uh, The Edge of Hell. And then they changed the name of it to market it better. And they changed, like, the the movie poster and the cover of the VHS. But they didn't change the title screen <laughs> in the movie. Oh, yeah. So I think that you might be able to find this movie on YouTube in full. And I think that they ha also have it. You can It's available for rent on, on Amazon Prime. But... I wouldn't pay Watch it on YouTube, you for guys. much. Just go to YouTube and see if you can find it. It's worth it. Um, it's yeah. Well, the lead character, this came out in July 1987. The lead character is a man named John Mickle Thor. Wait, this was made in the 80s? Yes, the <laughs> 80s. Hair bands I like, galore. I, I like his, uh, his little cob piece cob that piece? he's wearing. Sassy belt. So, sassy, sassy belt. Arm pieces. The yeah. He-Man vibes, man. Mm. If He-Man. Hot here. Whew. If He-Man were <laughs> glam rock. If he was like. glam rock. <laughs> so, um, uh, John Mickle Thor was also, he, he was a bodybuilder mm -hmm. back in the 80s who I, I think did some stripping. And he also was the front man for a band also named Thor. So we kind of got a Bon Jovi type sitch there. Okay. And I'm going to call him Thor for the rest of this because that's what he calls himself. Now there is a documentary called I Am Thor about this man and about this movie too that they touch on. And it's just as interesting as like the Troll 2 documentary made about that. Sometimes the documentaries are better than the movie. I think it's the documentaries that make me love the original movie a little right. bit more because then you get to know all the working parts yeah. and non-working parts behind it. <laughs> so anyway, so um, uh, Thor here, he plays the lead character um, of this film. Uh, the movie starts out in this little farmhouse with a family. Uh, everybody's getting ready for the day. Mom's mm -hmm. making breakfast. She's attacked by something unseen. They go to see what's wrong with mom. They open the oven and her burnt skeleton pops out. Her son sees the whole thing. And that's a wrap on this family. <laughs> and the family. And the family. Now we cut to another damn driving scene where it's just like this showing this uh, group of people who you find out is in a band. Some musicians. They're musicians, musicians, hence why they're in a band. And they and it this scene goes so incredibly long of them driving. Like you see them as a teeny tiny band, and then you watch it get closer and closer and closer and closer for four and a half minutes. <laughs> I timed it. I had to go Which and is like look four minutes too long. And see, yeah, it was like that. it was like four minutes. Anyway, no dialogue, no credits, just a bunch of driving. So they finally get to this house. And that's whenever they could they come out and you discover that uh, the house has been abandoned for 10 years at this point. And they're, I guess they leased it or whatever. They're going to be staying there for five weeks while they record their new album, which everything's set up in the barn for them. To... You know, this gave me like, did you see uh, Bohemian Rhapsody? No, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. So... But I've seen the highlights. Like... It, like, I remember watching that around the time that you showed me this movie, so it was, like, years ago. Mm -hmm. 
And I remember thinking, like, this is kind of like, like, there's a scene in Bohemian Rhapsody where, like, Queen gets in a car and they go to this, or they fly to yeah. this, like, farmhouse so they can record uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. And they're writing the song and stuff like that. I was like, is this like a ripoff of, like, <laughs> like yeah. they're just like, we're going to hang out in this farmhouse and we're not leaving till our album's done. Yeah. And I was like, I've seen this, but it was with Freddie Mercury. When I was watching it again the other day to kind of refresh it, I kept thinking... I wonder if the Foo Fighters movie is going to be this good. I'm seeing that next week, dude. <laughs> Are you going to see it? I, uh, I can't so wait to excited. see it. But yeah, so they show up to this house. And um, everybody shows up with their girlfriends and groupies and everything. So everybody's kind of well paired off. Mm -hmm. um, the band in... Now, this fictional band in the movie is called Triton, named after the lead singer, John Triton, uh, who is Mr. Thor. <laughs> they... Uh, let's see, they settle in, they eat dinner, everybody kind of pairs off a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, then they go out to the barn to rehearse for the first time, and that's when it's revealed that there are little rubber, one-eyed, wormy demons inhabiting this place. Um, they're wormy creatures lurking about, is what I wrote down. <laughs> and we also need to discuss throughout this um, how many costume changes there are for that one is it the main guy who keeps changing his costume like over and over again like every scene he oh I, I'm, I'm sure he is <laughs> yeah like, they've only been here for like an hour yeah and, and so so oh and i and it's also worth mentioning too that all the music that's performed in and used in this film is done by mr thor's band thor and um, and no shade but he wears a lot of like deep v like mm -hmm. Well, a he's a bodybuilder. Of... He got to show that stuff off. I mean, I guess. I mean, the man is like close to 70 now. He's got like back then, 90 outfits was... in this movie and they're all spandex and it's all glittery. <laughs> and like, what are you wearing? It's the hair band. It's the glitter band. And then band. in the next scene, it's another outfit. And in the next it's scene, another it's another outfit. outfit. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. So after they rehearse, they go to bed. Yes. Um, and the more, you know, sexually aggressive girl traps the manager in the basement, turns into a demon and Whoops. eats him for some you reason. Know. And when the band can't find them... Maybe she was on her period. <laughs> <laughs> That's PMS. So they... And they go looking for him and they can't find him. And they're like, oh, he took off with the band. Because the band's gone, apparently, at mm -hmm. this point, too. Um, they go to bed. And the, another one of the girls there turns into a demon and eats another dude. So they're just... Whatever is in this house is picking them off one at a time. Yep. Um... Then a group of girls show up mm -hmm. and they're like, we want to yep. meet the band. And suddenly the manager is back there. He's already back. Yep. And he's like being real like creepy and telling them they're going to have to do so all this cringy, stuff. Yeah. So cringy. And they're like, we didn't sign up for that. So they leave. And then you never see them again. And then they have another rehearsal the next day. Um, but after this rehearsal, there's a couple of sex scenes in it. Oh, God. That are so, like, a couple... Too much! <laughs> like, yeah, it, by different... Like, you, it keeps cutting from one one couple to another couple There's to another one couple. particular... I remember one particular sex scene where it's like, you can tell these two people have never been naked in a room with That's anyone what ever I was in like, their lives. <laughs> I wrote down here... They're, like, <laughs> very awkwardly, like... Yeah. Touching and... Yeah, it's... it's, like, it's I said it's... Very awkward, very uncomfortable, hanky-panky. And the scenes go way too long. Yeah. And I think that 
One of them's like a shower scene. Yeah, right? one of them's a shower, shower scene. Thor is in the shower shower with his girl, and oh. it, it's just, it's very uncomfortable. Um, it, It's borderline ridiculous, really. <laughs> it's not good. And I'm sure that they thought, yeah, that's that was hot, man. They're but like, I, Mr. Thor, just do it the way you would do it in real life. And he's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, let me see if I can get around all these muscles. So, in anyway. tiny shower in tiny shower. Um, and then the demon shows up again, yep. or one of the demons shows up again as the little boy from the opening scene and yeah. lures a couple more out to the barn. A couple more characters get killed out in the barn by the boy, mm -hmm. who's a demon. Boy demon. Boy demon. A, a beeman. A beeman. <laughs> a little boy demon. Anyway. So, yeah. Uh, demon boys. Demon boys. He uh, well, and he kills them. So eventually, I guess everybody is dead at this point, except for Thor, or missing. I don't know. I don't know where they the all went. Man, of course, he's the main man. So Thor is the only one left alive, and he narrowly misses death a couple of times. He's times, yeah. kind of magoos his way, you know, when, <laughs> like fumbles his way through it. One throws them. One demon throws themselves at him, and he. Well, the demons are like, we and... see how he tries to have sex. Let's just give him this one. We're just uh, we'll just give him this one. He's not gonna procreate. He'll die off. And so he's working. He's working in the barn, I guess, on some of the music at this mm -hmm. point, and um. I think I think the big puppet comes out at that point, yes. isn't it? The big yes. demon. Yes. And Thor is like, "Hey, I know you. I already knew you were here." And they were like, "I mean, very like, rude to assume you're Beelzebub. He's speaking, very rude to assume he speaks English, right? He's right. a demon. Well, the demon shows up, and he's like, the demon shows up, and he's like, "Oh, hey, it's you, Beelzebub," and he keeps calling him Bub. Because his name is Beelzebub, like he's Wolverine or something. He's like giving him a nickname. Yeah, or and cool so like that. so he's like, Beelzebub is mm -hmm. like, hey, I just killed all your friends, so now we've got to fight. And he was like, wait a second, those weren't my friends. Here's the thing about me, is that all of those were shadow people, just imaginary people the that I made up. The weirdest twist that I have ever... Weirdest I, twist. I don't understand. Yeah. So what, you came to these woods by yourself? You came to this cabin alone? I guess with all of his imaginary friends. Because here's, an the, album? here's the thing. You awkwardly He's... had sex on purpose like yeah, that? Yeah, <laughs> right. With imaginary people? With imaginary people who were not into it. Was he just completely like just totally going off on himself he's like, just yeah. jerking it like yeah in the yeah. shower that's not what it looked like ooh, baby in his ooh, head. baby yeah but in his head so yeah. yeah so he's so he tells beelzebub okay he tells beelzebub it's all imaginary those weren't my friends and i created those people because i'm the intercessor i'm the archangel triton and i lured you here with my friends and whatever to fight and so Cue the big fight scene. And the fight scene is just a bunch of rubber toys and starfish being thrown, being thrown at him. And he's like... It's like tentacles. And he's like, like dodging them and yeah. squeezing the blood out of them. And easiest fight I've ever it's seen. It's like they bought a bag of like bath toys, like children's bath toys. And they're like, let's make a movie. <laughs> yeah. They're like <laughs> hollow the rubber. Yeah. It's very. They're much so just... goofy. They're so good. They look like dog chew toys. It, really, it really is. Does yeah. Like, like if you like, they're like... So we're gonna need you not to squeak these. Yeah, don't, don't squeak them. Don't squish them because they're gonna squeak. Yeah, I'm gonna pick it up on the mic. You don't want to pick up. He's on like, the mic. okay. Uh, uh, 
Uh, yeah. And so, so bad. And in all of this, he transforms into, I guess, the archangel, too. Mm-hmm. And which basically means he gets a studded, you know, codpiece, like over here. And um, so, yeah. So then once all the little rubber toys are dealt with, he then starts to wrestle Beelzebub, mm-hmm. who is tall, but is you know like a just a giant marionette so he's like grabbing the hands and like oh i'm i'm fighting uh. <laughs> don't hit me yeah, don't, don't. that's how it is it's like he's making it and he, it, 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 he gets knocked over a couple of times where the hand is just like Bleh. it's and like when you're over. like young with your siblings and you're like why are you hitting yourself why are you hitting right, yourself? he's like why are you hitting yourself like seriously why yeah. are you hitting yourself yeah. and so um and then he there's that happens for a couple minutes and then suddenly beelzebub's like you've won this time but i'll be back you'll see me again mm-hmm. and then disappears in a fountain of sparks yep um and that's pretty much it then you cut to after the sparks Cut to Thor in a graveyard uh, saying he got his revenge on what? I don't know. There's the imaginary friends he got the killed? The imaginary friends he got killed, I guess. And I, this movie was really like, what am I, what am I watching? So disjointed. In, and uh, I think when I saw this movie with you, the original time that I saw it, I was very drunk. And so that made it really hard to follow. What was it's happening. hard to follow sober. So I can only Yeah, imagine. and then I watched it again for this and I was like, nope, still don't understand. Still don't understand, I don't understand it. Understand and, it and, and it ends with like, it shows a shot of a house in a suburb mm-hmm. that wasn't in the movie. Yep. Then it pans nope, not out. Not at all. Pans out to the suburb and then fade to black and it's over. It's like, why did this... Like, did he move Three. to the suburbs afterwards? Is that, or... is, is that your archangel house? The, the intercessor house? <laughs> the intercessor suburbs? And, yeah, and that's where that one ends. It's like, well, the, the writers and, and producers of these movies are just like, I guess we're out of budget, so I guess we'll just end it here. I, I don't know. <laughs> They're like, and the end. And the end. Yep. So, yeah. That was an interesting... Uh, that's... I mean, if that's the word you want to use for it, but I don't know. This is my favorite one. This one. This one was we the saved one. Saved the best for last, you guys. This the the creme de la creme. It's called... trigger warning for trigger warning. Um, this does deal with um, sex workers. Sex workers. It um, also deals with the uh, termination of a termination pregnancy. Of pregnancy. So, if any of that is uh, triggering, triggering you guys, videos, no. don't watch it. Don't don't watch it. Um, however, I am pretty sure that the makers of this movie were part of like the Texas pro-life coalition because the moral of this story is if you terminate a pregnancy, the fetus will come back and kill you. But only if it gets soaked in toxic waste. Well, you know what? According to these horror movies, toxic waste is everywhere. Well, I used to watch a bunch of the like I very much watched the Trauma Vision, like all of the Toxic Avenger movies and stuff like that when I was a kid. Uh And like I would stay up late after my parents went to bed Uh and watch it. And I really thought that I would run into way more toxic waste in my adulthood. I thought this was going to be a I didn't problem. See any of it? We I've have to, never we been have offered to, drugs, and I've we never... have to cover Toxic Avenger because that one is—it does not hold up. There is some oh, rough. A lot of the trauma films didn't oh. hold up when they came out, but that's the. But they're they're so tongue in cheek too that some it's... of the language, some of the words yeah. that they use. Yeah, I'm like, you can't say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed, you're to, not say supposed that. to say that. Well, the cycling starts off with. Um, scrolling test text uh, uh like you know star wars or something mm-hmm. and it gives away the entire movie so basically <laughs> everyone dies in a brothel except for one girl and this is her story 
So don't get attached to any character except for this one girl, except I guess. One girl. Yeah. Um, Whose name is Girl. Yes. This is another thing that I'd like to touch on. She is not given a character name. I even looked it up on IMDb to see what her name was. And her name in the movie is Girl. Which we were so, talking about this before we recorded. And your brother was like, of course she doesn't have a name. Because, you know. She's the one that's seeking. She the, is the one that's seeking to terminate her pregnancy. So why give her a name? Because yeah. she's like, like it's a like, comment on. But she's the main character. She's the only one that lives. And to be fair, she is on the fence about what she wants to do at the beginning of the yeah, movie. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll get into that. We'll um, get into that. It starts out. She's in a, it's a classic dream sequence and she's dreaming that she's getting wheeled through kind of a, I don't know how to, how to describe this medical facility. It's kind of a the questionable. Nurse, the, the nurse, nurse is topless. The nurse is wearing one of those very much like the sexy nurse costumes. Right. With just the whole top. Just the whole like, top is out. The she's whole just thing's out. open. She's just open to the world. I yeah. I would not want to go to this hospital. I don't want to go to this hospital either. That doesn't either. look sanitary at all. Um, I, yeah. Did they? She's did, carrying like a saw or something. An axe. An I think axe. it is. Or a hatchet or something. Everything's bloody. Yeah. Everything's bloody. And But you do get to see your first pair of boobs at a whopping four minutes and 33 seconds into the if movie. If you're one of those so, boob watchers who's like, if you, you watch, watch these for the boobs. For boobs, then there it is. But it's like those weird 80s boobs. Weird know? 80s boobs. They're sad and small. <laughs> and pointing the opposite directions. Uh, yeah. Someone's, I mean, so to each their own. To we each are their own. Whatever. fans of all breasticles of all kinds, but this one, I mean. But, you know, it's it's just a weird place for a topless scene. So, but in anyway, in the hospital, I digress. This is a dream sequence. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so she wakes from this dream. Um, I like to call the hospital, though, because the hospital? <laughs> Because there's some hoes in this house. <laughs> she wakes up from the dream. And uh, wait a minute, it's another dream within a dream because then she dreams that a doctor slashes her throat. And then yeah. she wakes up from that dream. And now she's in a real hospital. Yeah. And she's attached to all these hoses and tubes. Yeah. And there's two doctors that are nearby that are describing her situation. They're like, what's up with this patient? Well, she was the only surviving person in a it's brothel a doctor, massacre. A doctor and a resident. Yeah, a doctor and an intern or resident. The intern resident has got to be nine, 50 years old. I know. He got started late on that. He's a while balding. Your... He's a short, balding man. Like, <laughs> sir, if you have not figured out your life by now... Yeah, you're gonna be a doctor for four years before you retire. I don't want to go into computers or (laughs) math or something, not doctoring. Yes, but anyway, so they and and they describe her having she's well, she's the only the sole survivor of this brothel massacre. And they and I had to look up what they said. They said that um, she has what was this called? Hyper hyper rim neurosis. Because she keeps having nightmares and keeps waking yes. up from these nightmares. Mm-hmm. Hyper rim neurosis, which I looked up and... Is it a thing? It is not a thing. No. Okay. So, um, now we finally get to, after we establish that she's been through this trauma, we flash back to her story. And it starts out with her and her boy- girl and boyfriend uh, pull up to this dilapidated house in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I was like, these hoes can't afford a gardener because the yard is overgrown. Yeah. <laughs> it, it looks like a haunted, like, vacant house. It does house look like a vacant something. house. Like... So, um, he's like, the girl is really reluctant about being here, obviously, and the boyfriend's like, let's just check it out. Well, what they're there for is they went to this, this is a 
brothel, which of course is illegal, and that they also perform it's a two in one. It's a two in one. They also perform um, the termination of pregnancy. Yeah, like backdoor abortion. Backdoor, back alley. Uh, back alley terminations. If they're going in the back door, then they're doing it wrong. <laughs> there shouldn't need to be a termination. You know, it's, yeah. So, so yeah, this illegal operation is happening out in the. So, I, if I were a girlfriend, if I were the girl, I'd be like, how do you know this brothel also performs this service? Yeah. Have like, you been here for one or the other? Yeah. Why do you know this place? <laughs> Back page of the local free paper. The five and dime, <laughs> like and little dime. nickel papers or whatever. Oh, look, we can go there. Mm-hmm. So and they're um, giving away cats on the next street. Cool. <laughs> free puppies. <laughs> <laughs> and like what I thought was really funny about this, too, is they go into the brothel and the characters are kind of introduced one by one. All of the sex workers and security guards and everything there, they all have character names. They all have names. Except for girl and boyfriend or whatever. I thought I was having some kind of fever dream like I had forgotten. Like, And I was like, well, they're going to say it anymore. Like, yeah. The whole movie, like, what's this guy's name? Yeah. What What is her name? And they even refer to her. Girl, what are you doing here? Girl, you come this way. I mean, they never say there's not a character name. So, but everybody else is. Anyway, so she's still, she's reluctant, but she goes in. They meet the security guards whose names are Sherman and Axel. A uh, girl is escorted away by a sex worker who is named Big Mama. And she looks like Big Mama. Imagine a Big Mama. Imagine Big Mama. White lady, lots of makeup. And they're going, yeah, they're going to discuss uh, the procedure. She still doesn't want to go through with it. But uh, Big Mama gives her a drink, which is spiked. And so she passes out. And they end up doing the procedure. And they just do it. Without her consent. they She did not sign any forms. Not a form to be signed. Not a form. No ID. No ID. No insurance no card. <laughs> they just... Flat you're not my PPO. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're not in my network. Are you Blue Cross? <laughs> do, you, do you have your card? Do you have your card? No. no. Let me let me go see your rocks that real you quick. You have so, <laughs> so they do the procedure. Um, when they pulled this fetus out, they remark about they make him a remark about how it's one of the biggest fetuses they'd for seen. For a second term. For a second term. And then Big Mama hands it over to one of the other girls and says, do, do, take care of it the way I taught you. Take care of this the way I taught you. Which consists of her going to the toilet and flushing it. She flushes the fetus, which is almost the size of a baby. It's almost the size of a full-term baby. She just flops. It's in a towel. She it's flops a, it in the toilet. Flops it in the toilet. And... First of all, first of all, my dad's in construction. Bad for your plumbing. Very bad for your plumbing. That's gonna that's gonna get stuck. You're gonna have to call out for that one. But it doesn't. It just it just goes on. They they've got a great sewage system. And it shows the whole shows the whole thing. So the thing just kind of rolls into the sewer. Into the sewer. It's not it's not pretty, but it's not it doesn't look real either. So anyway, the whole time I was watching, I was like, "Oh, what, this is not good." I know. <laughs> this is, this is going to make some people mad. <laughs> mad. But here's the thing, though: it rolls right into the toxic waste that happens to be well, on their yeah, property. Because there's like this. Apparently, it's in this tube, and there's like a grate, and then just this just toxic like waste. just toxic waste just, just dripping, dripping all. Which over I the told place. Courtney makes a lot of sense because the special effects person for this movie worked on the Toxic, toxic Avenger, Avenger. Yeah, and I don't know which one came out first, but. He knows his toxic waste. I imagine they're like, you know, we need 
toxic waste. I guess I need to get pick up a barrel for emergencies. They're like, it's not really in our script. <laughs> that's the only kind of makeup I know how to do. Toxic yeah, waste toxic or nothing. Or nothing. And then you watch this thing like mutate or whatever, and I'm like, Ugh. I like how it just jiggles for a it's while, jiggling and getting while like, mutating. like angrier, and then eventually it's you know this thing it turns into that. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so it immediately starts mutating in the toxic waste um, and getting bigger, like and it's getting not bigger, like. like Every I told time it Courtney, cuts back, it's like huge, bigger and bigger and bigger. I was telling Courtney it makes sense why there's toxic waste because otherwise, like, no one's going to be scared of this, like, tiny rejected fetus. Like, no, it has, it has to, get, to bigger. get bigger. It has to get bigger. Otherwise, it's just a sad movie. No, oh, just... Some sad. <laughs> just sad. Yeah, it's just sad. <laughs> not that it's not sad. Lots of people die in yeah. this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a lot of people that die. Anyway, so we come back to Big Mama, who's yes. cleaning up from the surgery <laughs> with a. With a literal coat hanger. She's like pulling, pulling like tissue off. Tissue off of this coat hanger. And then she like puts her lab coat Hang on the it. White lab it coat on it. Sees there's some blood and just kinda like just kinda oh like, there's some blood off. Yeah. Wipes it off. This place can't even afford two coat hangers. She used that coat hanger on the last lady. The one who was the other one in the waiting room who's I don't remember her name. What was her name? Blonde. Uh, the blonde with the hair. But can candy. candy. Candy, I think, is the that girl's name. Because girl got her stuff taken care of and then immediately was the other lady and she's just like in there with like you're not even gonna disinfect yeah yeah yeah. everyone's yeah, yeah. gonna get sepsis that's what happened to penny in dirty dancing yep <laughs> that's what happens penny got in trouble so yeah so they reuse the same coat hanger for everybody who comes in and to hang up their coat uh meanwhile sewer fetus continues to mutate <laughs> the girl comes to girl comes and too. she is she is not happy. Is what happened to me? Not happy. What happened? I didn't consent to this. I'll never forgive you. Blah blah blah. Boyfriend's like. But it makes Hang me on. think maybe consent is not super boyfriend's thing. He's probably not that into it anyways. Maybe she got in that position to I begin guess. with. Slipping that condom off or something. <laughs> oh. So yeah. Um, Safe sex, you guys. Can we just? And then while she's coming to. One of the Johns that are in the brothel comes out and he's arguing with another sex worker named Tammy, I think was this one's name. I think so. They're arguing about something and Tammy ends up just shooting him. Yep. And killing him. Yep. And so they're all, and then everybody's like, oh man, not another one. Now I got to find out, find, figure out what to do with this body. And but I do like how Big Mama is like, you kids need to run along because there's, you don't want to be involved in any of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to run along. Not like you saw something, you stay here. Yeah. Which yeah. is what I would have done the, if I yeah. was Big Mama. <laughs> Big Mama. Was... You're not going anywhere. You just saw someone get murdered. And so um, Sherman, the other security guard, who's I a lot Sherman. gentler. Sherman was a nice one. He's nice. He's guy. a lot gentler with the yeah. girls that work there. And he punches Axel out. Yeah. So Axel's they... kind of a tool. Axel, why is he so surly? I mean, he is surly the entire movie. You know what I just call him? Just a bad him? boy. <laughs> the poor man's Tony Danza. Poor man, Tony Danza. I can see that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like a tiny little Guido with like... Yeah, yeah. Small man syndrome. <laughs> like gun. So, yeah. so Sherman dumps Axel into another room so he can come to later. And yeah, he's like, think you about calm down done. and just locks him in a room. And, yeah, locks him in a room. Um. So anyway, so they... The bigger problem that they don't even realize is happening yet is that sewer fetus is now mobile and traveling through the Crawl plumbing. Crawl back up through the pipes. Crawl back up through the pipes. Um, and has 
placed some sort of membrane on all the exits of the house. It's like the house is covered in afterbirth. Yeah, like, like a placenta. Like there's a placenta around Lots the house. Lots of slime. They can't see through the windows. They, they can't, can't open the doors. Yeah, so all the exits are blocked. There's just And no apparently no phone lines. And the phone lines, again, were cut. So these they creatures are smart. They know the first thing. They know the first thing that you do is cut the phone lines. The suckling nose. The suckling nose. <laughs> That's good. I need a t-shirt with that on it. <laughs> with this face. With that face. The suckling yeah. nose. And like a phone. <laughs> and a phone with a with a broken yeah. cord on it. Yep. So anyway, um, okay, so we've got the impenetrable placenta on everything. Uh phone lines have been cut. This thing has finally grown into like this, this huge bony thing that you see behind yeah. us, but it's like eight feet tall and real wrinkly, real teeth wrinkly. for days, like a lot of teeth, teeth for days. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so um, he ends up killing one of the girls, one of the sex workers. He ends up killing her in the bathroom and beheading her somehow. She wasn't, was she a sex worker? I thought she was just the assistant. Maybe she was just a, assistant, assistant to the clinic. Maybe the receptionist. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's what it was. But she gets gets dead. Yes. And um, so that's when everybody starts to really realize now that there's something. Which I took offense to because she's the black girl of the group, and of course she's the first one to get killed. Rude. Always. Uh, let's see. There, uh, there's another John in the brothel that we haven't even mentioned too. That in the first five minutes of this film, I didn't is, know if you're gonna talk about it or not. I, I was. I, I'm gonna go ahead and mention this. He. He, he not only is uh, wearing one of those beanies with the uh, beanies propeller. Beanies little spinny propeller. You know, those things for, you know, comedic relief or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but he also enjoys getting pegged. And he likes this dominatrix. And he likes this dominatrix or Who whatever. Who I assume is underage because at the beginning of the movie, like, when she's, like, doing her thing, um, you know, the girl comes into the room and she's like, your grandma's here to pick you your up. Your grandma's here to pick you up. And she's like, okay, I'll be right down. Here, you finish this for me. I, immediately, I was like, how old is this girl? Right. <laughs> she puts her Peg Bundy coat on and she just yeah. disappears. Well, I mean, I guess the, she made it home. So she that's made good. it home. She's the only, so there were two survivors. There were two survivors, but she wasn't there to witness the massacre. So Yeah, she was before anything happened. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah. So anyway, so this John who enjoys all of this debauchery, he uh shows back up and he's like i gotta get out of here because i'm worried about my bmw or something yeah, he doesn't want his bmw parked out there because it's a bad neighborhood because it's a bad neighborhood um sir you came to this um building of ill repute to right. get yeah your butthole played with <laughs> get your jollies get your jollies and maybe you should have taken a taxi yeah yeah and so he's maybe desperate he called an uber yeah he's he's so desperate to get out and uh so they just hand him like a screwdriver and a hammer and was like have at it they're like you open the door then yeah but then they decided to build like a battering ram on a rope that they can crash into it which it takes which is forever a, to it takes forever to even build it to build it and it's, and and it's got like a trunk of it's stuff. a trunk full of weights that apparently weights. axel had in this axel the... had those weights yeah yeah and so, uh, um, like, that sounds like a good idea. I was like, y'all couldn't come up with a different idea. That seems like a lot. You know, it's really because they tore that house up to make that. I know. They were ripping the floorboards out so they could, like, put it over the beams and, like, and really all they had to do was pop out the hinges of the door at any point. When it's... what's his face asked if they had any weights there, I thought they were going to use the weights to try and, like, bang the door Bust down. through the door, but no. They're like, we'll just tear the house up and. They're just going to build a battering ram. Big Mama will not be happy if Big this works and then, like, hopefully it's covered under her insurance. 
Can you insure an illegal brothel? <laughs> when a suckling comes to when the suckling comes is that out? is that in the fine print it, it's not it's does not covers does not cover sucklings i'm sorry oh man. because that is not an act of god no anyway they're building this brothel and, and 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 the john that's currently with them is like hey i got another hundred bucks you guys want to pass the time and they're like no like people are dying. We're in a situation. We're in a situation. We're not gonna do that. We're this aborted feeling. And he gets kill us all. He gets so ticked off at that. Yeah. So calls um, him sluts or something like that, and is real rude. Yeah. And so by this point, Axel has woken up or whatever, and he is not happy. He's not happy. So he comes after Sherman with a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and during the ensuing fight, sewer fetus pops out of a wall and kills Sherman. Causing Axel to be like, whoa, and he's shooting the room erratically. And... It cracks me up that you keep calling it sewer fetus. <laughs> sewer fetus. <laughs> it's called suckling. That's the name of the movie. <laughs> it has a name, Courtney. <laughs> it's not sewer fetus. No, I'm, I'm, call, I'm calling him sewer okay, fetus. Okay, sewer fetus. Okay. So sewer fetus. Sewer fetus. He bobs out of a wall and eats Sherman. Yep. And because uh, now he can also travel through walls because now he can bust through the wall. He's that big now. Uh, Axel is shooting all over the room. And I thought this was hilarious, too, because the bullets are like ricocheting off of wooden paneling. The whole time I was yelling, take this gun away from this idiot. This take idiot this does not need away this gun. From he him. is trigger happy. He's he, he's so surly. He's just too surly for a gun. So um, who's the boss? Not you, Sherman. Not you, not Sherman. Axel. Not you, Axel. Not you, Axel. So Axel decides at that point he's had enough of this sewer fetus and he's going to go down to the boiler room because the best things happen in the boiler room. We've That's, talked about this before. If not, if, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street taught me nothing, it's that boiler rooms are good. Just go right in there. Go right in. And so he's going to take the men. And also they have a boiler room in their house. It's a basement with a heater. I guess you call it a boiler <laughs> but room. But they called it a boiler room. They call it a boiler room. So he takes the men, the remaining men. And one of the girls. And one of the girls. And I don't know if I got her name. I might have... I don't think I did. Anyway, he takes one of the girls with him. Uh, not girl, but not one, girl. Of the, one of girl the... Girl and Big Mama stay upstairs. The girl last, and... I think, remaining girl, they go downstairs. But, the, yeah, the last remaining other girl goes downstairs with him. Oh, uh, he... They find the creature, and... Because I think his plan is, like, we just need to get it close enough to me, and then I can shoot it. Yeah. That's what he yeah. says. Yeah, he's like, get it, get it out in the open, and then I'll shoot it. And then he sees it and then misses it entirely yeah just click 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 till there's no more bullets and then the girl that's with them she's gone yep she gets it so the men folk are like let's go regroup and get some more ammo so they run out of the boiler room get some more ammo and then go back downstairs in the boiler room yep um <laughs> they find sewer fetus again and axel promptly electrocutes himself, causing his head to explode. His head? I did not know that if you get electrocuted, your head explodes. Well, your head explodes. <laughs> In a fiery little pop. Pop. Don't electrocute yourself. That's what happens when you stick a fork in a light socket. You know, this is the part where I tell you guys that I myself have been electrocuted once as a kid. I've been electrocuted a couple of times accidentally, and boy, it it, it kickstarts your heart, man. Put up Christmas lights with my dad one year. Head I was standing in a puddle. Yeah, right. <laughs> and my dad's on a ladder, like, hanging lights up, and he looks down. He's trying to get me to give him, like, feed him more lights. And I'm being electrocuted, and I can't. Uh -huh. And he looks down, and he's like, well, God damn it!" And he just kicks me over. Like, uh -huh. He kicks me. 
So I move out of the puddle and then I'm not being electrocuted. He's like, what'd you go and do that for? <laughs> the, the one time I can remember doing it was whenever I was replacing a fluorescent, like a two fluorescent light in a uh, light that was like over a desk mm -hmm. and it was kind of below my eye line. So I was, I couldn't see it and I was trying to pop it in and I couldn't find the little slot where it popped in on one side. So I put it down and I thought it was turned off, but it was, the switch was on and I went to go touch each other. <laughs> and I'm all, I stood there for a while. I'm all, okay. But I, and that's what made my, my hair curly. <laughs> my head was still intact though. Yeah. My head was Did still not intact. Blow off. So, did not blow up well so at any rate so so the two remaining men they're like let's get out of here so they run out of the boiler room again um and that's the i guess it's the the john that likes the back door action john, and back door john back door john and and, and boyfriend, boyfriend. <laughs> so they run back up and they're like okay let's get let's get this battering ram working now so yeah. they start hitting the door they Swinging get a hole back and forth, yeah get a hole in the door finally and the john who's there is like i'm out and they're like wait a second and he's like bye-bye this then, like tubey thing yeah yeah through like this like a tunnel like a like birth, a birth canal. canal i just mm. this thing it's real pink and wet and like membrane and membrane -y. slimy yeah. and stuff so anyway so he gets but, out there makes it about five feet sewer fetus is out there too it was a trap it was a trap yep. and all that's left of him is a like a hand which you see kind of like just kind of crawling like along thing, like, like thing thing, thing, tea thing just crawling along and but then it dies and then dive so that's a wrap on john number two bye back door john bye back door john so um uh big mama's real sad that axel is dead so she decides that she's gonna go sit with his body well, she waits for this whole thing to blow over. And mm. then on the way there, sewer fetus comes out of a washing machine, eats her. Yep. Uh, so now it's just girl and boyfriend left. Boyfriend decides he's going to be a big man and fight this thing on, take this, take this thing on, and is immediately killed. Yeah. <laughs> and so... boyfriend. Which well, I honestly had it coming, because... You know what? You yeah, know what? he should have been the first to get it, but, you know, he whatever. Yeah. Whatever. So all that's left is girl, and she's scared. And she's trapped in the room with this big sewer fetus. And the sewer fetus sees her. I feel sad because she doesn't really know what's happening. Like, she doesn't know what this is. She doesn't know. It's just a creature that's they just don't, a creature She doesn't know that it's. That's one thing that sucked about this movie is it never explained to the characters what what's happening. happening. Yeah. And so um, sewer fetus sees her and recognizes his that's, mother. That's his mama. And so what does any good sewer fetus do he runs to her and, and gets smaller and smaller, smaller and smaller and, and it and makes shrieks. a weird coo sound like, yeah like a baby noise like a baby noise very off-putting gets back to the size of a baby and then she rolls back up her like which, between her legs just up into up, back up mom from whence it came from whence it came and she passes out and whenever she comes to again She's at the hospital. Yep. And she's in a straight jacket. They put her in a straight jacket because apparently, well, actually, no, the police, the police find her, take her to the hospital. Yeah, she comes yeah, to yeah, in yeah, the yeah. hospital. Mm -hmm. And because of her story that she told, which is outlandish and weird, um, they put her in a straight jacket. So when she wakes up, she's in a straight jacket, which I'm sure is the protocol for mental health breakdowns. While someone has clearly had something happen something, to their lady parts. Something, something has happened. Scooped and reinserted. Yes. And so, um, 
at while she's at the hospital two orderlies come in and take her while she's bound up and have their way with her mm-hmm. and, and it's real gross it's and real it's icky. real icky and really like standing up her body's just limp and like yeah ugh. yeah very triggering I was so like, I, wouldn't... I hope sewer fetus well guess what Sewer he does. Sewer fetus shows right up. back up, rips them up. Blood's everywhere. Blood's everywhere. And then that's kind of where... And you see, like the, like, the people that are in the facility are, like, looking through the window, like the patients. Uh-huh. And they're kind of just like... Yeah. Well, of course... That's what she's, you get. I guess they put her into a mental facility yeah. at this point. In a room full of crazy dudes. Sorry. Not saying crazy. Mentally ill. In a room full of mentally ill yeah, patients. Guess, and patients. they're like, oh, that one. And who hires orderlies that are going to do something like that? Like, maybe do a background check. Yeah. They're not hiring a bunch of rapists. Right. Well, I mean, they may never have gotten yeah. caught yet. But sewer well, fetus caught them. And so that was the end of that. But then <laughs> there's a weird after scene. Like a like credit stinger, scene. Like a credit scene of two boys in the woods watching a body dissolve and i don't know where or why if you guys have any clue about what this is let us know let yeah let us let us know i don't know if like was this supposed to be a part of the movie and then they just like it's or did they just find it on the cutting room floor and was like that's cool let's Let's put that in (laughs) i don't know but it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense and that was the end of that movie so um so that this is the this is my warning to everyone um, if you are seeking a procedure like like girl had, then Do I would go. suggest going to a trained physician and uh, go as far away as you can from toxic waste. What can I tell you? Yep. So. Yep. Make sure there's no toxic waste anywhere nearby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Make sure don't drink anything while you're there. Just don't drink safe. anything. Don't take anything to drink from with Big a bottle. Mom. Like if the, if the cap's still on it and you break the cap open, yeah, maybe if it's sealed, yeah. So, so that's, that's that's it, you guys. That's my picks for this week. That's I mean a lot of interesting life lessons we learned. Lots of interesting life lessons. Um, don't don't show down with too many aliens. If you um, if you're going through a small town and you see a UFO, keep driving. Keep driving. Don't assume it's a meteor. Don't assume it's a meteor. Don't hit anybody. Don't hit anybody with your car. Just keep driving. Uh huh. Um, also, um, whenever you record an album with your band, make sure it is demon free. Make sure they are real people. Bring your Bible, and not your imaginary friends. Yeah, make sure you have a band with real people. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and uh, obviously, if you're going to have any sort of clim- clinical procedures done, do it in a hospital mm-hmm. or a clinic somewhere where it's safe. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to make a movie, um, you better have a budget. Have a budget. Have some actors that are worth anything. Otherwise, you're going to end up on a podcast like this. Yep. And we'll be covering you next time. We're so. going to be calling you a B-list movie. We're going to call you B-list. You're going to be on the B-list with us. So. so that's how we ended up here. Yep. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for listening and watching listening. again. And we will catch you guys next time. Yeah, uh, catch you next time. Again, if you guys have any suggestions for us or any movies that you'd like us to rip on or anything like that, you can email us at b.list forever with the number four at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can find us on uh, Twitter at b underscore list underscore forever again with the number and uh yeah 
So, follow, subscribe on YouTube. Tell your friends. Follow, subscribe. Uh, tell your friends. Spotify. We're on Spotify. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Podcast. I think that we might be on Apple Podcast now. Woohoo! Because I got a notification saying Did that you? we're on three platforms now, but <gasps> I don't have iTunes because I'm an Android user, so I haven't verified that yet. Same. But I have Apple friends I can ask. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if you're an Apple user, go check us, us out on there. Apple, Apple Podcast now. Yeah. And so, we'll see you guys next time. We will see you guys next time. Love you guys. Love you. Be safe. Make Be good choices. Be safe. <laughs> <Such> a mom. <laughs> <laughs>